attack by ability. Number 15? <laughs> I lost track. Well, that, was, that was so Beastie Boys. I don't even know what to say about that. And you can't. Well, you don't. Stop. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, um, this will be fun. Uh, we have Tom Easton and Kevin Johnson on with us today uh, to talk about all sorts of cool stuff to make us feel like we don't know what we're talking about, uh, which is really fun. Um, say hi, guys. Hey. hey. <laughs> that was that was cute. that was like a like the opening of a Tenacious D song. <laughs> that was dope. yeah. Kevin and I planned that actually. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That's so awesome. What's up, guys? Um, I don't know if you guys checked out the uh, presentation I did at Nauticon. No, I, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to go. I was trying to trying to pretend to work. Oh, okay. Oh, Kevin's back. I'm back. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Back. Yeah, I did a, a presentation at Nauticon Six uh, called "Rise of the Autobots to the Underground of Social Network Bots." Nice. Someone said. Yeah. Bot. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I uh, basically. For a long time, I wanted to find out, you know, how spammers uh, and malware guys and you know all these creeps are sending links throughout social networks. Um, and you, you listen to a lot of security researchers, and they're like, yeah, yeah, they're just scraping the page and running scripts and doing stuff like that. But I really wanted to find out how they do it and what tools they use and kind of how the whole underground works. Um, you know, how much money is really out there to be made by spammers and stuff like that. So. That's pretty much what the whole presentation was about. I, I kind of lived in the whole this whole underground for a couple months, just you know, creating a bunch of fake accounts and trying to uh, you know trade you know Facebook accounts and you know stolen credentials and things like that to, to actually find out how much these accounts are going for and, and how they you know propagate spam throughout the environments. That's awesome. So how? Yeah. So so the the experience obviously didn't make you switch, so it wasn't that much fun. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, you know what was interesting though is I did a whole uh, experiment where I uh, impersonated uh, Rick Astley <laughs> on oh, Twitter. Are you, the, are you the person who Rick rolled us last week? <laughs> no, that wasn't me, man. That wasn't me. Um, Damn. It was kind of it was kind of cool because Twitter's terms of service actually say that you can't, you know, actually become somebody else um, without disclaiming that it's a parody. Right. So I created an account called Real Rick Astley. Not actually Rick Astley, but Real Rick Astley. <laughs> and uh, people actually believe that I was Rick Astley. And in my <laughs> slides, I show all these, yeah, it was crazy, all these replies. And they're all like, Rick Astley, my, you know, 80s heartthrob is finally contacting me. And, God. you know, all this stuff. And, That's sad. Um, He's it's kind getting... of funny. I got to 666 followers. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> So I decided to stop and I deleted the account. But my plan was to do this giant rickroll. I was going to get you know thousands of followers and then just send like a tiny URL with the uh, YouTube video to everybody and just rickroll. Nice. Oh, see that's that's awesome. And and he probably started to get you know weirded out when his girl is like, "Honey, we got another jean jacket sprayed with perfume today." Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what this is about, but but it has to stop. Yeah. <laughs> So the point of that was, and I created a bunch of fake accounts with uh, all the tools that uh, 
you know, I was finding and scripts and stuff. And the point was to, to show how easy it is to exploit trust in social networks. I mean, you really don't have to put much effort into it. People just click on anything. You say you're Rick Astley, they just believe you're Rick Astley. It, <laughs> it, it, seriously, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Huh, that's awesome. Sorry, we're we're sitting here as as we're like laughing about you rickrolling the world like a cell phone's going polling and going. Brr, brr, and I'm like, shit, who is it? And like instantly, there's three of us just like trying to like get our cell phones away from everything yeah. as fast Wa- as we can. Watching the three of us try and turn off like eight cell phones that are in the room, we're like, oh shit, and then giving up and just hurling them across the room. <laughs> Yeah, this is why it can't be a video because you'll see how like you know like hey Chris looks like he's still drunk. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan has his face on the bed. keyboard. <laughs> yeah, Jacob's like laying on the floor with like six coffees. So safe to say we'll never see you guys on UStream. Uh, <laughs> never maybe. say never. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say there is an entire market for that type of video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charged by the minute. But I but I think that's only valid <laughs> if it's just pointing the camera at Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Karen is now hiding under the table. Yeah. I'm not here. Chicksundertheable.com. People are like, hell yeah. Look, it's chicks under the table. Karen and a blow up doll. Karen and a blow so, up doll. Oh, God. Sadly, Tom, that domain probably Tom, already taken. I know, right? <laughs> Tom, Tom, is your speech online or is it just uh, is it just only for people who went? No, it's on uh, uh, Vimeo. Uh, I uploaded it there. Awesome. Um, you can get to it from my blog too on uh, spylogic.net, and uh, I think I got it linked on the my podcast site. That's cool. I'm one of the co-hosts of uh, Security Justice too. If you're yeah, that's 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 one of the ways that that Tom and I met through a yeah. couple different channels, and then I was I was on their show, and and I I thought it was so funny, dude. I was I was looking back because I had just listened to the last show. And I was looking back into the little taglines that you had with like me and Jay Beal, and I, I, I was dying laughing because I remember doing the like, listen to Security Justice, or I'll break in your house and steal your car, bitch. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> and it's great that because was awesome because even because even in the little clip, you guys couldn't cut out like people laughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh hell yeah, we got to start yeah, using that one on this show. Right. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We uh, that was the uh, we interviewed you because of the uh, the Tiger Team stuff. Yeah, and, uh, oh, that's still one of our most popular episodes too. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully we can we can share the same. And and anyone who doesn't listen to Security Justice, uh, wake up, do it. Period. Stop listening to us. Go listen to them. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind. Well, don't stop. Just listen to both. Whatever. You can't go and you don't stop. You can just get like two iPods and like multiplex it and see yeah. how good your you know multitasking is. You can do a comparison as you drive down the road. You got one. You have the left speaker <laughs> doing exotic liability and the right speaker doing security justice. People just we jump just, out of their car. They ghost ride their whip. Coordinate topics. There you go. Oh God, that's yeah. creepy. <laughs> oh, we can we can have it be like one of those weird flaming lips albums, where like you guys make a couple sentences and we make a couple sentences, but if you play them together, it's one like huge paragraph. <laughs> that's a lot of work. <laughs> Whatever, it'd be awesome to do. It's like Zyrika. You get four podcasts, you put them together, it make one Uber podcast. Turn it into a big alternative game on the internet, like. If you play, if you play them both and you get the sentence, then you're given a URL to go to. And that, we're like Voltron. <laughs> then it turns into like an information society like Hack. chant hunt. Did you guys oh ever God. listen to Information Society? I think I did in the '80s. Like, oh, dude, <laughs> I, I, I still remember at the end of one of their albums with the. Uh, I think it was Hack. 
it was it hacked that had the information society hacked the, had the, little the tones beep, 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 beep. yeah and then you you could take yeah. the tones call the number then call the number and get like a site and it was that was the shit people don't do cool stuff anymore instead they like wear skinny jeans and cry about you know like how their mom hates them don't rain. cry emo kid <laughs> yeah i know Here, here's a popsicle shut up i love that picture <laughs> don't, don't cry little emo boy <laughs> that is the problem with dealing with social networks <laughs> oh, yeah. Back on top. Another picture of an emo kid. I'm gonna shoot them. <laughs> That's a great segue into Kevin's social butterfly. Yes. <laughs> so tell me, Kevin, how do you shoot emo kids with social butterfly? <laughs> oh man. Well, um, I guess I should explain why we started looking at social butterfly. And, you know, uh, as you guys know, and I'm sure anybody who's talked to me before, I do pen tests for a living. I, you know. And um, what we have found is that it's amazing the amount of information people will reveal out on social network sites because oh, yeah. they trust everybody. <laughs> um, I just set up an account yesterday uh, to do some of the social butterfly stuff. And within 15 minutes of having the account set up, I had 49 friends who had accepted wow. requests. You know, of course, they accept the request and then say, you know, I don't recognize your name. Do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the answer is no, you don't. Yeah. But, um, but they still leave you friended. You know, of course, they leave you friended. And, and, and the, the sad part is once they accept the friend, you've already gotten all the information you need from their account. Yep. Right. Just by them accepting it. So, so we actually, you know, during our pen tests, have used social network sites within you know permission and scope and all that mm -hmm. stuff um to gather enough information to go reset users passwords Jeez. um yes. which you know then gets you you know okay vpn in done game over i win which is my goal right <laughs> right that's awesome and the um, the biggest problem we found was that client side doing the searches through the system itself we missed a lot of data one it's manual Two, um, the social networks are set up in such a way that if you and I are not somehow connected, there's a very good chance I won't see your account so, at all. Right. You said right. That you missed a lot of data. Like, what kind of data did you like? Did you know what you missed? Like, what criteria of collecting all the data did you have? Well, like for example, we would miss uh, your account. So you were an employee of our target. Right. So you would be a, a person of interest on the site or whatever fancy term you want to come up with for it, but your account didn't show up in our searches. Ah, uh, okay. Right. So it wasn't until after we would get a couple connections into that, I don't want to call it into that network, but into that group of people, then we'd all of a sudden start saying, hey, wait a minute, where did those people come from? Well, it's because the social network said, oh, well, if you know that person, that person, that person, you must also want to know these 10 people. Right. Facebook right. does that all the time, right? You know, like, oh, you, exactly. you each have 15 shared friends. Obviously, you know this person. Exactly. And so we would start finding the information that we had missed previously. And, of course, you know, to stay within scope and to stay within permission, we wouldn't lie to people. We would send them friend invites, and we would say, hey, Joe, do you still – I haven't seen you in forever. Do you still work at such and such a place? And, w <laughs> and when they'd write back and say, yeah, well – Right off the bat, they acknowledge the fact that they were within scope of our test by right. saying, yes, they still worked there. And two, we hadn't lied to them. We've never seen them. So the statement, I haven't seen you in forever, is actually 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> might awesome. be a yeah, it might be a semantic twist, right? <laughs> but a little white lie. Yeah. But, yeah, but in yeah. court, it sounds good. It's like no, I told him I've never seen him. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, done. What's even worse is you know we did a couple internal tests where we would send friend requests outside. And then walk over to the person's desk and say, hey, you didn't accept my friend request. Why not? <laughs> oh, that was, that was you? Yeah, it's me. Oh, okay. And they, I, I actually had people with me in their cubicle sign on to Facebook or MySpace or whatever, accept <laughs> nice. the request. What, what picture did you use? Um, I, I, <laughs> it's actually uh, – that's a funny picture. Uh, I chick. was like, <laughs> yeah, no, I am not a hot chick. But uh, – <laughs> Um, I Are was you sure? A while ago, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Ask my wife; she'll tell you I'm not a hot chick. She'll, she'll probably tell you I'm not a hot anything. But oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, I've been married ten years. Hey, yeah. it's because he doesn't spread when he spray tans. It's cool. Go ahead. It's it's, oh, <laughs> it's the triangle. So really I was on CNN, go. and CNN actually identified oh. me as Kevin Johnson, hacker. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so my picture, actually, I used a screen grab of that that's, CNN. That's interview. Kevin Johnson hacker. Yeah, and people oh still accept. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now what's what's great is we we've expanded this to start doing other research, and you know Tom has been involved in some of this, and uh, you know Frank DiMaggio, uh, a guy that works with me on, has been working with it. We actually took the top 15 password reset questions mm -hmm. and posted them as a Facebook note. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, you know, it's one of those top 15 things you don't know about me. Well, right. Yep. 25 things about you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we actually asked what your mother's maiden name was. And we've had um, help desk personnel answer the note. Uh, we've had security professionals answer the note, and it's it's spread so widely that I'm actually feeling guilty that there's that many people who have revealed that information. <laughs> All of that stuff. Yeah, no, I, I didn't ask them to. I posted it on my Facebook profile, right? Wow. So, but people are going crazy. So what we decided was, and I'm babbling. So you know, oh, you're doing good. Um, it's what I do at, at life. Yeah, I babble all the time. Like, Attend one of my classes. It's a six-day babble. But, <laughs> <laughs> the young students seem to like it. Um, so we realized we were missing data. Plus, we were having a very manual process. Now we've we've created scripts to parse some of these things out, and of course, the social the social networks are working to stop those scripts. They don't want automated data collection happening right. client side. So only you know, Google's allowed to do that. Yeah, only Google. <laughs> and, uh, sadly <laughs> Google won't let us pretend to be them on a regular basis. So so unless you register that whole, you know, <clears throat> star.com well, like wild card. Tuesdays and <laughs> yes. bank holidays? Yeah. Well I was gonna Excuse I was, Oh, it's like they let you be them on Tuesdays and bank holidays? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to be Google then. I'm actually uh, so curious. So could you was, I'm sorry. Can, could you actually use the Google API to, to try and mine that data out of them? You can, uh, and we've done that. We've also used, um, and this is where Social Butterfly starts coming in, um, we've actually used the social networks APIs themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's even so, better. Yeah. We've actually created a series of applications, um, which we're calling Social Butterfly, and we're not 100% sure yet whether we're ever going to release code 
for Social Butterfly. That decision hasn't been made. But we're going to release the content, you know, what, what it does, how it works, and explain in pretty good detail so that anybody with a brain, I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. But um, <laughs> to recreate it, right? right? So the idea behind the, the Social Butterfly software is it pretends to be an app. Well, it doesn't pretend to be. It is an app. It is an app. And um, it convinces people to install it the minute they install it. And, and it provides them functionality, right? We're not going to just, you install it and it doesn't work. Um, so the, the functionality is there. They add it. it. It provides data back to us. Plus, it encourages them to spread the application, right? Um, hey, connect your friends. Do this. Do that. Just like Mafia Wars or whatever, right. whatever famous app you want to talk about. And then um, the really nice thing, and this is where I think Social Butterfly shines, is it has the capability of answering for a Facebook application, a MySpace application, an open social application. So it actually breaches the privacy between, not, I don't want to say breaches privacy because that, that buzzwords for <laughs> that, lawyers. That, that's yeah. legal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he didn't say that. So yeah, he didn't say that at all. Um, it actually can act, find people who are related even if they're not on the same social network site. Nice. Huh. You know cool. what I mean? So we've so, just, yeah, we've just linked social networks together through exactly. applications. So, so basically you're, you're spreading VD through social networks. Yeah, we we're actually we actually just put in a, a paper for DEFCON that we're hoping gets accepted. So if anybody from DEFCON is listening, please accept that paper. Please accept our paper. Jeff, please get it, them in. It's called Social Zombies. Your friends want to eat your brains. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so, and it's a combination because now that you know, I've realized Tom's working down the same path I've been working. Um, you know, because I've been working on this for almost two years now. And just recently got the lawyer's permission to start talking publicly about it. <laughs> uh, you know, that is the problem with having the, the real job that pays the mortgage. Yeah. But um, uh, <laughs> combining the two. So combine botnet delivery and communication and command, command and control with data collection and the social butterfly aspects. That's yeah, awesome. We, um, yeah, really cool stuff. Um, the one thing that uh, I probably didn't talk about real quick was the... Um, the, the code that Robin Wood released um, that I released at Nauticon, uh, the Twitter bot code, which Kevin just mentioned, is the command and control uh, for botnet, well, potential botnet control through uh, Twitter. So taking the how command and control is pretty prevalent in IRC networks, but moving that over to a social network, um, especially Twitter, it's, it's fairly easy. Huh. Yeah, that, actually, that's really funny. We, uh, we were on a test doing the same type of thing. Uh, and we had used some of the code to mine email addresses from Twitter. And then at the time when the cross-site scripting was still there, we were trying to see if we could deploy the beef cross-site scripting agent to control browser sessions of anybody who is using the Twitter agent, like the, the, the Twitter interface on the web session so we could start pulling people's Twitter usernames and passwords and all of their session ID information. And uh, it, it, cough, it worked, cough. <laughs> Um, but nonetheless, yeah, it's the same type of thing. That that stuff's awesome. I, I'm so glad that you guys are doing that stuff because I think that too many people are are still in this <clears throat> kind of stupid boxed mindset of like, 
my outside is these four IP addresses, you know, and like they forget that yeah. like no, all of your information is outside of those addresses. You should look for it. But, yeah, you know, and I think it, that people in general, like with social media, they just accept it as being secure. They don't they don't think for a second that you can get owned by just going on Facebook or by you know sharing this information about yourself. Um, you know, all these social media experts that are out there all just proclaim the great technology that it is, and everybody has to do it. And um, there's no one out there saying, "Hey, wait a minute," you know, there there are some security risks with this stuff, and this is where all the attackers are going. They're moving away from email and everything else, and they're going right to the social network. So yeah, yeah, and, and you know, one of you, I, I think it was Kevin, you mentioned, you know, that's. And, <laughs> You said it a different way, but we mentioned privacy. Um, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that because lawyers. Um, <laughs> but you know, honestly, the, for for MySpace and Facebook and all those guys to have like their privacy rights that they issue to their users, it's just kind of a joke, right? They like it's on the internet. Give it up. Well, the the thing that gets me is you know you you talk to people all the time and and they don't understand it's on the internet because MySpace and Facebook isn't the internet in their mind. The internet is those websites they view and email. Right. And I've actually talked to people. I've used um, screen captures of Facebook pages and MySpace pages and I try to anonymize them some but you know their picture is there and uh, we actually did a presentation at a client because we did the pen test. We got in, we stole credit card numbers, mm-hmm. um, which and then gave it back to them. Right? <laughs> um, I always I always get a kick out of the question when you're first talking about a pen. They say, "We want you to do it just like the evil hackers would do it." <laughs> but and only, I always but only in this maintenance window, <laughs> right? But only in the maintenance window. And I always want to ask, and I, I I haven't. You know, done it yet, which is probably good for sales, but not necessarily good for my high blood pressure. But um, I've always wanted to say, so does that mean if I get credit cards, I'm allowed to sell them? Oh. <laughs> just wouldn't that be just like the evil hackers? Or does, it, does no. that mean that I'm supposed to get hammered in B17 in my mom's basement? <laughs> right. I mean, what is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm sorry, Denise, I can't be married to you anymore because I have to be like an evil hacker. <laughs> but um, <laughs> That's it. I have to go so. back to being a virgin. mommy why is daddy Um, always in the basement exactly order more pizza but um (laughs) so uh, we we did the presentation and one of the people in the audience we used their facebook page because they were the account we got in through right nice and the question was well, well why would you why would you put my my facebook page in there now everybody here has seen it and it was like well, but everybody here probably already has seen it. Right. It's on the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and the answer I got was, no, 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 only my friends saw that. Right. And it, even after having been shown, look at how I got into your network. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't grasp the difference between the internet and their group of friends. Right, exactly. Oh, dude, I don't know how many times I had to, uh, let's call it, diffuse the situation when Pyro worked for me. Right. Um, because like you go search Pyro on Google Images and there's him in like a stripper at Defcon. Yeah, and he's got like you know like no, seriously, that's a straw up image. his nose, and I'm like, uh, yeah. So he's the one coming on site. It's not really like that. That was more of a publicity sh- shot. Or that, that's fuck, some I don't other, know. you know, like I'm like, um. So yeah, yeah. People people have a really hard time. Making a yeah. distinction that their that their virtual fences are really fences in the world of the internet. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Therefore, they don't exist. Yeah. It, <clears throat> always consider everything you post on a social network public information. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, put, put anything on the internet, right? I mean, what was the... Yeah. What was that? I can't remember the white paper's name. The guy was like basically saying, you know, if it's on, if you put it on the internet, it will never ever go away. Right, right. Well, well it was like when Facebook changed their privacy policy and said, yeah. if you delete your account, we're not going to delete your content. Right. And people were in an uproar. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Even if Facebook agreed to delete your content, Google has it. Other people have it. You know, how do you under, not understand this? You don't own it any longer. Dude, I, I have to find this article now and send it to everybody. Um, I was reading an article like a couple weeks ago that some lawyer decided to get on this kid's side because someone posted, whether it was because they wanted to or not, and then they tried to claim that it was hackers that posted it. But somebody somebody posted their source code in text on the internet, and the lawyer made the case that they could take that because the kid took the code and added to the code and then made a product based on it. Okay. And he won in court because the lawyer made the case that he said that it was something that was said in a public venue. And if it's something that you said in a public content. venue, it's public domain. Oh, and then at that point of being public domain, because he also added his own custom code, that he could copyright the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and they won in court. And I was like, hell yeah. But, but you know, people aren't going to... That's a scary fucking precedent. Oh, it's kick-ass. <laughs> but, but, you know, people aren't going to, like, do or say anything about it. They're going to be like, well, that's a weird anomaly. Just go ahead and put our SVN server online. You know, that's cool. I, I just need to get to it from home. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's, that's awesome. Um, have you guys... Are, are you going to build any of the... Or is there any of the automated stuff built into it? Like the automa- automated email harvesting and... And those scripts for some of the social networks. And Silence. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think you lost him. Oh, oh we lost him again. Man, his internet connection yeah. sucks. Either that, or it's just the you know like. He's back. Sorry. Yeah, oh, it's all right, dude. Um, so I was I was saying, are you guys going to build in any of the, or have you built in any of the automated email harvesting stuff, like in Twitter or MySpace? Uh, coming coming from my side. Um, a lot of the scripts that we've been using are being cleaned up. They won't be released as part of like Social Butterfly, mm-hmm. but they will get bundled into Samurai WTF. Nice. Excellent. Uh, which is actually why I'm disconnecting right now. I'm uploading the latest release to SourceForge. Kick ass. Right on. I'm actually killing my bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your bandwidth is going down, man. You must be on DSL. Uh, no key. Or somebody else's really? DSL. Really? <laughs> Maybe somebody else's DSL. I don't even trust my network. Why would I trust my neighbors? I know, right? It might be safer. Who knows? <laughs> Here, use their needle. It's better for you. <laughs> Just because you've jabbed this in your arm before it doesn't mean it's safe. <laughs> oh, needle. <laughs> oh, well, that's shiny. That, that's good. I, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are starting to release some of that stuff because I think that'll mean, well, I hope that will mean that the mean of the general pen testing community who kind of waits for a tool to come out to do anything uh, will actually start looking at some of this stuff because I mean I I think that we find with our clients all the time it's it's kind of the exact same thing that they have no idea no concept of the fact that this pervasive social network that they're allowing to occur is is just leaking all of their data everywhere well and and, you know I had a a client well we had a client not too long ago I was talking to him about you know, social networks, and they're like, "Oh no, we're okay. We block it at our at our firewall." 
Yeah, I'm like okay, so what about when people go home? <coughs> He's like, well, that's for their home. iPhones and Blackberries, right? Right, because right. yeah. no one has data on their phone anymore. I only have one word: wear a condom. <laughs> Constantly, <laughs> a big giant <clears throat> body condom on the internet. Oh, I was outside of my house last night. Wow, I don't and there was a condom wrapper. Okay, <laughs> I live in like the ghetto because I am poor. Yeah. But but there's a condom wrapper outside, and the the name of the condom was bigger than seven. Bigger than wow. seven. <laughs> and it was awesome because I'm walking to the truck and Jess goes, honey, look at this, and points down. <laughs> and it, it turned into a very and interesting I, conversation. I, I thought, I thought say, honey, I wish, I, I wish you could wear those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Mine Kevin, says plus or minus four. Kevin, what's the... What's... <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> Kevin, what's the website that, that, that people can follow you on? Because I've got spy logic. The website, the website people can follow me on sounds like my a webcam. Well, I don't want to. Well, I mean, <laughs> as far as following the social butterfly tool. Well, of, of course, if you ever get a friend request from Kevin Johnson on Deny. any social network, please accept it immediately. Right. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> Period. Will the real Kevin it. Johnson please stand up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I'm on Twitter okay. as Secure Ideas. Okay. And then of course any anything it guardians.com we post uh, tools papers new things like that um, for example samurai mm-hmm. is linked directly out of there okay and, and then we, um we, we've picked all that stuff be- a lot yeah samurai is fucking great <laughs> i think so i'm biased no i love it I think no it's, you, I think you it's fucking shouldn't amazing. you shouldn't be biased because <clears throat> a lot of people don't know how to build a lot of that shit together and Again, back to the, you know, thank you for creating tools that KPMG can use. Oh. Fucking retards. Hey, I don't care what, who's their lead hacker, Shipley? Come on. I mean, like, I'm not going to go there. But (laughs) still. We won't comment on how many people email me to find out what the username and password is for Samurai. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah, you get to hack it yourself. (laughs) It's, It's my own fault because the very first last year, I put the username and password in the README, put the README on the desktop, created the ISO, and released it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Which meant you had to log in to get the username and password. Right, but now it's, isn't it on, like, the main, like, login page? Uh, yeah, when you, when you boot launch up the it ISO? on yeah. GDM3, and it says username and password is Samurai. Right. right. <laughs> and I get emails. That's sad. Uh, what I like is... Can't that just be, like, email. a prerequisite? Like, if you can't figure that shit out on your own, you just don't deserve <laughs> to use it? <laughs> Oh, well, I've told people that. If you can't figure out how to log in, you're not allowed to use it. But what I like is when somebody who's answering an RFP that we're answering right. writes me for the username and password. Oh, my God. I, I, always wanted, I always wanted to include that in the proposal. Right, like showing Here's them. what we can do for you, and here's what our competitor asked us. <laughs> you're not the only one who gets, like, obscene, crazy, stupid questions like um, like Mike Kershaw does Kidmet, Kismet. He just yep. always he, he like just messages me and just the latest stupid question. <laughs> the one that gets me people who will call my house to ask questions. They what? call your house. I, I've gotten <laughs> my what? phone numbers. Listed. If you know where I live, you can find me. And Dude. people will actually call the house and talk to my wife. That's so, uh, so, 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 so you're the, samurai, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> yeah, you know. they, the kids are the on the phone. Are about base. I right, think which has been around, right? And so she'll get a phone call from somebody. She's had people yell at her 
because features aren't working. What? Wow. Dude. So, yeah, op open source is interesting. We're, <laughs> That's just we're totally going to be rude. rude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was wondering if this uh, VM will work. <laughs> Can you help me make this work? <laughs> you should just, just teach your kids the password to Samurai. And then have them answer the phone whenever it's an unknown number. Samurai! Samurai! <laughs> Click. You know, that's it. They just answer the yeah. phone that way and hang up. I've already taught my seven-year-old how to pick locks. I'm not sure how much Good else job. I Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Legion made me a, a new set, and I, I finally that. got it. Um, so if you if you ever want just a super badass custom set, uh, Legion makes the, the prettiest, sexiest, handmade picks I've, I've ever seen in my life um so they're all like custom molded plastic uh that the top side and bottom side are both shaved so that like your index finger and the finger next to it uh can fit in perfectly on it and like edge down and it comes back into like cradle of your hand it's i'll, I'll, I'll put pictures of them up on the site they're they're gorgeous and, and they and they're stamped with 303 so it makes me love them that much more <laughs> But all right, guys. Well, I'll, I'll I'll let you go and get back to your Saturdays. I'm I'm sorry we were late again, but thank you so much for for everything. I mean, for the podcast stuff that you're doing, for the stuff that In Guardians is doing, the stuff that you guys are personally doing, for being cool and not being the elitist IT security fucks that are out there. Um, you know, all you guys. Hey, guess what? I like to fight. Let's play. Um, <laughs> what? Fuck you. I don't care. You should share your knowledge. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you guys are awesome, so thank you so much. Thank you. So, no problem. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, if hey you guys, guys ever get bored and want to bitch about something, you know where to call. <laughs> or, or, or Rickroll. <laughs> or, or just continue to Rickroll as, like, everyone else. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Talk right. to you later. Later. Uh, I, I'm going to get into a fight this year at, at Black Hat because I said that. That's okay. Which is cool. Well, you know, okay it, it, it was always funny because when when we, when three hundred three would fuck with the DC kids, oh, with the DefCon kids every year, especially if we took over channel, yeah, on IRC, which I never understood the the, the like I'm gonna get pissed at you because I don't have ops anymore, <laughs> but they'd start screaming like I'm gonna kick your ass. Well, get it, net mask. <laughs> we sit there and just fucking pick on everybody. Like, <laughs> all right, I'll be there. I'll see you there. And then so, well, the three hundred three kids wore a name tag one year. After Mask had like sixteen fights lined up at DefCon, which he wasn't going to. <laughs> right. Uh, Mac shows up wearing a, a name tag. Says, "Hi, my name is Net Mask," and he's walking up to the people that like were picking fights with Mask, and they had no idea what Mask looked like. So yeah. they're all like, "Uh, hey man, can I buy you a beer?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just walk around with Bomber and Ahab, <laughs> just, just be like, "Hi, <laughs> you don't want to fight me? Why not? I have a bomber." <laughs> That's awesome. That actually saved me in a bar fight once. <laughs> we were all at a bar, and, and, and Nick was walking out behind me. Nick had already gotten in a fight with the guy who was trying to start shit with me. <laughs> and I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and the kid, they had thrown the kid out, and he's putting on his jacket, and, and he's bit, and his girlfriend's like, what the fuck was that about? And I, I started laughing. Oh, and he looks at me, he's like, what are you fucking laughing about? I'm like, you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, you want to fucking go? I'm like, you really don't want to do that. He's like, why not? And right as I said, right as he said that, like, Bomber walks out the door. He's like, hey, Lizzie. And he puts his hand on my shoulder. He's like, what's up? I'm like, I have a bomber. And the guy's just like, fuck. He's like, oh, that's not good. Like, wait a second. You talk shit and you have an army. That sucks. <laughs> now comes well, the bomber. Yeah. Well, that was like a, a couple years ago. There was, we almost got into it. But then 
uh, Mothy started fighting uh, Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. randomly, like, our own crew decided to get into a fight with each other because they were drunk and they wanted to fight somebody, so they decided, <laughs> I'll hit my friend. <laughs> and then everybody else who really wanted to get after it, which I think is just childish and stupid anyway. But it was funny. But it was hysterical because they're, like, all ready to fight with us, and then we start getting into a fight with ourselves, and they're all, uh... What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? messed up, dog. I know, it's kind of like 23B, we play stab tag. Yeah. Razor tag. There was broken furniture. On that one of Jeff and Monty. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and the, the pictures next... of both of the bloody faces Yeah, and Jeff wakes up the next morning and he's all fucking bruised. And he's like, dude, this is fucking funny. Like, I got a picture of Jeff with this huge shit-eating grin and, like, uh, half his face is bruised up. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's, uh, well, it's it's like all the, the security guys on Twitter now that take Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like Jeremiah Grossman and yeah. uh, a couple of them. Uh, we really need to have, we need to just open up a DEF CON, like, Bare knuckle fighting challenge. Defcon, bring it, pit. Nerd, Defcon bring it, club. pit. And we can have like that's that's the new game at Defcon. We'll, we'll have to have last we'll have man to have two, two, two distinct weight classes because I think that's the weight classes that the bulk of the people who go to Defcon fit in, <laughs> which is like a hundred to one hundred and thirty pounds Versus and like like two eighty to four fifty. You know, like and put them in the same room and let it fight it out. <laughs> do like, like a battle royale. You can have Andre the Giant just picking up the little nerd kids, going, Argh! "Oh, we can!" But we can make we can make a cage like in fucking Thunderdome. Do Defcon cage except match. In, except instead of like you know chainsaws and shotguns, there's and motherboards, shit. And motherboards and, and hard drives and Cat Five cable. Oh my god, this would be the best nerd Thunderdome. Absolutely. And you got a bunch of fucking dudes oh outside god, there. Dude. Do may enter, none may leave. Yes, and are gonna mess with the Master on the Blaster action. Master Blaster. We could. Oh, oh god. who would be I'm Master like, Blaster? I don't know. See that we'd have to find something Chris. really small. <laughs> Master Blaster. Oh god. Who could we use? We could use Pill. <laughs> he's like I mean, he's thirty two or so, but he's like a fourteen year old kid. He looks like one. Oh god. Or Faustus. Faustus could Faust- sit yeah. on top of Ahab's shoulders and just go <laughs> Master Blaster kill Friends are gonna hate us after I this know. one. Oh, they love, love us you. more. They're like, we called you out on the show. Fuck um, you guys. Yeah, shut up. Uh, all right. Well, we we have to. Uh, we'll, we'll, let's cut this one and we'll go to the next, uh, where I think we are going to have Rob Fuller on to talk about all sorts of really cool, nasty shit that he's been doing. Uh, and I, again, I love it. It's all cool and nasty in the same sentence. Yeah. When, yeah. when cool. was nasty not cool? Dirt nasty. Depends it's, on depends on what you're into and how dirty it gets. <laughs> ooh, it's like the difference in tone. It's like we're Japanese. It's like ooh, nasty. Like that's cool. Or it's oh, like that, oh, nasty. Speaking <laughs> of Japanese, <laughs> oh my god. Well, no. On uh, while you guys were doing the podcast the other day, mm-hmm. uh, when you were doing, I think it was 14. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, thanks for that. Uh, I actually did an interview with with uh, Rika. From Hacker Japan magazine, nice. and she was all like, "Oh, what was your first computer? And what was what you do then?" And it was it was cute. It was like you know aimed towards like and high school kids, awesome. basically. Um, yeah, and Rika kicks ass. I'll I'll do anything she asks. She's really fucking cool. <laughs> Shut up. He's like <laughs> he's like she's hot. I'll do whatever for you. She is cute. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we'll we'll be mentioned in, in Hacker Japan magazine. At some point, Hell yeah. Woo! which so basically, Chris will have another copy of a magazine we can't fucking read because neither one of us can read kanji. Yeah, I can barely fucking read English, so <laughs> <laughs> nothing new. Yeah, I'm like, am I in that magazine? That's weird. Uh, but there's hey. my picture. I see it. <laughs> I don't have. Didn't we do this interview? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck no, you said. I don't know though. what I said. <laughs> kind of like the other podcast. 
I got to uh, listen to it again because I don't know what the fuck I said. <laughs> and with that note, signing off. <laughs> Love you. Drivecliability.com. Please come. If you don't, I'm going to steal your car. <laughs> Bye. Bye.